genre. Previously on Immunities. The situation is that we have been contacted by an individual who claims to be an alpha immune, highly placed in the scientific intelligence network of the unaltered community, one we were not previously aware of. That is the opportunity. And the threat? This individual says that the Resistance has an agent operating in our territory, gathering the most sensitive intelligence in a manner that had previously been considered entirely hypothetical. How is that? Our source says that they have an alpha-beta. Hold, hold up. I know you're mad I took your route. I'm sorry. It's not about my route. It's about how you told us you'd seen what happened to lookers when you cut them off from the collective, and it turns out you're a creep looking to slice and dice them like he's making Frankenstein's. Oh my god, Frankenstein was the doctor, not the monster. Were you a teacher? Teaching assistant. Biology 231. The politics of genetics. Section 3. Section 3. And how did you get here? Our professor had written about xenobiology, so he must have been on the list of people to call if aliens attack. He got a phone call telling him to leave the university, just get out of town and stay away from crowds. They'd contact him with a code phrase and tell him somewhere safe to go. We were in the office when he got the call, talking about Jim's research paper. So the prof told us to get in my car and pick him up. Where's your prof now? Does he run this place behind the scenes? Nope. They got him. His wife got him. We had split up. The prof went home, I got my car, and Jim bought supplies. I picked up Jim and then got a call from the prof. He stayed awake just long enough to tell me to get the hell out of Dodge. Saved my life, yawning the whole time, while the wife kept telling him to hang up the phone. Meaning, she keeps reporting about that spy of theirs, and most likely, that spy is an alpha. An alpha who knows about our alpha-beta. And you're accusing me? We were separated during part of that last day at school. You could have been infected, incubated while we were traveling, changed during the night, and been trying to help the Unity defeat the Resistance ever since. What is your name? Lilia Andreu. I work here. And what is it you wish to discuss? It would be most efficient to discuss it by linking, and most advisable to do so in private. Hmm. Intriguing. And this cannot wait until I return next week. It absolutely cannot. You're from the Overlook. Why would we smuggle a non-immune into Looker Central? That's super dangerous. Nobody smuggled me. Because you're us, and my us, they're not the same us. Hello. This is Carrie Cray with a new public health announcement. Medical authorities say that the virus has had a very different impact from area to area. Viewers in the blue area, marked with a B, should wait in your homes until aid workers can reach you. They will have identification cards, like the one appearing on your screen right now, and you should let Professor. so they can assure the safety. Hello, sir. Thank you for taking my call. I have not yet mastered Skyspeaker. Our network is not yet as orderly as it will become, but I am glad to hear that you have joined us. Yes. I look forward to helping build a unified world. I am sure that with your skills, you will be able to make a very helpful contribution once our situation is secure. But I must attend to urgent matters now. Of course. But what I have to say regards those matters. When I... When the previous me was contacted by the old government, they ordered me to leave the area in order to avoid alteration. 
I passed this directive along to my teaching assistant, Martha Waters, and our student, Jim Loretto. Very intelligent people, perhaps dangerously so now that they know what they know. Ah, I see. Can you call them now and ask them to come to us? I do not think such a call would succeed. You see, after my alteration began, but before my old mind went to sleep, I called them and warned them to drive away without me, and to distrust any further communications from me. Unfortunate. I will add their names and descriptions to our priority watch list. Perhaps you could supply the details of Miss Waters' auto- Curious. What did you say? The attendant at Miss Waters' parking lot is one of us. He provided us with a list of those he has made eye contact with. He says he saw her at 11.02 a.m. When did you speak to her? I... According to my phone, it was 11.13. 11 minutes. Most subjects fall asleep within four minutes of our direct contact. Are you sure that she was not one of us when you talked to her on the phone? I cannot be sure of anything, but she certainly did not talk like one of us. Alarming. What is? Sir? This corroborates preliminary reports that a small portion of the sighted population have some sort of... immunity... to alteration. The reports vary, but I think achieving full unity will be an even bigger task than we imagined. And your scientific skills, Professor, will be even more valuable to our achieving it. Immunities. Episode 6.2, Critical Mass. Yes? Oh, Major Craig! Derek? It's good to see you. I I was hoping we could talk more. Yeah, talk about what exactly? About, you know, the situation. How we can make sure something like this doesn't happen again. Oh? Yeah, I want to make that clear. I'm happy to say whatever you want me to say, and keep the rest to myself. If I should say some people lost their perspective, just tell me who I should name, including me. And if you want me to say that it was secret resistance business that I can't divulge, that's great too. As long as I'm treated like part of the team, then I'm your team player. Uh... I just want you to see that. For your own good. For, for everyone's good. With, with me on your side, with my arms and legs free, I can help a lot. Otherwise, if you keep me here and treat me like an enemy, everything gets complicated. Well, you know, fascinating as all that sounds, Derek, I'm going to have to cut you short there. I'm just an escort. The real person of interest is just arriving. The real... Oh, Christ. Hello, Derek. Why is she here? I'm here to determine your fitness to be taken to the area of your alleged crimes so you can stand trial. I refuse to talk to this traitor. Get out of here, bitch! (sighs) Listen, you shit. You are a criminal, and I am representing the President of the motherfucking United States. So please don't misunderstand your position here. I do not recognize Calvin Noon as president, and I do not consent to an examination. Oh boy. I do not consent! That is an admirable word. Too bad you're late in learning it. Craig, listen. Everything I said about how useful a friend I can be, I could be ten times as damaging as an enemy. 
If you give me to them, I will say things that'll make you star you ever heard of me. Have you got this? Are you listening to me? He seems well restrained, which is good given how much energy he has. I'd say he looks the picture of health and can be discharged at any time, but I should run a couple tests to make sure. Craig! Good. Craig! Craig! <sighs> Jesus, Derek, I was sorry I ever heard of you a long time ago. Ah, Jeff. Ah, Jordan. You made it. Yes, I just got here. How are things going? Well, I think Derek's going to be a big old pain in the ass. Uh, clearly recovering, and he's clearly going to be shooting his mouth off at every opportunity. I hope you're right about wanting to keep him alive. The good we can do by surrendering him outweighs the bad of anything he might say. It can't be worse than what they already think of us. I don't know. Derek might surprise you. He can be pretty damn glib at the worst possible times. Hmm. Anything else I should know? Mrs. Cray has been an unexpectedly silver lining kind of person. She says she... Uh, yeah, that's right. You walk away. Oh. Uh, oh, hello, Jordan. I was hoping to see you here. Hello, Carrie. And you two already know each other. Funny how a community activist and volunteer deputy might cross paths. It's a small, small world when you're immune. Yes, a very small world. Is there somewhere we three can talk? I promised Jefferson that I'd clarify something for him, and there's a developing situation that should interest all of us. What's that? Have either of you misplaced an alpha-beta? What do you mean, not the same us? Simple. I'm not working for the Resistance anymore. But I can still help you. We are all the Resistance. You can't just wake up one day and decide you're not. Hey, you're here, speaking with the enemy. We're not all anything. But you're still unaltered. You haven't changed. I changed a long time ago. I don't understand. You are the Alpha. The one Mrs. Cray was looking for. Ding, ding, ding. The one... Wait. The mole? That's what we called me. You... Oh, Jesus! You got people fired! You got people arrested! Some of them ended up in the labs! Your side made a move. My side made a move. But now, maybe we can break the deadlock. <sighs> Ms. Waters, please help me to understand. You refused to trust Carrie Cray with your identity, but now you have revealed yourself to us. Why? Like I said, now we can do something. Derek stepped over the line, and I had to help catch him. But the labs have Shelley, and... Well, I owe it to Jim to save her if I can, especially since he lost his job because of me. And look... I've brought a gift of snacks. You've got to be sick of eating Justin's leftover protein paste. Appreciated. But how can we trust you? Well, let's see. If you can't trust me, you've already lost. At some point, either I go out that door, in which case you're trusting me to say the right things, or I don't, and they'll send a SWAT team in looking for me. So you have it all figured out. 
Not at all. When I walked in, I only knew that Roxanne came down here and Justin didn't report it. For all I knew, one of you had killed the other one. But apparently you've come to some kind of accommodation, which puts you a step ahead of the rest of the world. Add the fact that you're about the best briefed people on immunity research, pro and anti, and we're hoping you can figure something out before President Noon gets the world blown up. Okay, then... Assuming we trust you, what's your plan? My patron doesn't really have one. They can't. They're in the public eye, which is a very intense thing when you're a looker. They're counting on you two to make a plan, and on me to give what help I can to make it happen. Well, I guess our best guess was... You all right with this, Justin? It would seem that I have more reason to trust her than you do. Right. Okay. We think the answer lies in strains of the look. They've got some in isolation. If we can find one that spreads a version that everyone can live with, then the mutual fear becomes manageable, and the looker labs and people like Derek Holroyd don't get the support they need to commit atrocities. People calm down. Wow. You guys think big. That's great. <laughs> okay, I confess, most of what I know is left over from my resistance days. We really have exotic strains on ice? We do. Somewhat like myself. Once considered valuable, now dangerous and ignored. But in a way, this is an advantage. The question is, what can we do about it from here? If we found the right strain, could your patron help us get it into circulation? Well, the moment I tell them about it, a do-or-die countdown starts. The unity tends to spread secrets around. Plus, I'll have to stop them from pissing their pants. They won't like the idea of tampering with the virus. You can tell them that I sympathize with such thoughts. But that any version we have in isolation is just as natural as the ones we carry. And spreading it would not be tampering merely allowing the same forces to play out which created the unity in the first place. Makes sense to me. Okay, I'd better report in before the guards get nervous. I'll come back tomorrow. So you never really said, who knows you're down here? Everyone involved in keeping Justin's isolation tank going knows I'm here. That's not a lot, but of course, it's the unity. It'll spread. Time's already against us. But fortunately... Most of them think I have a different mission. Oh yeah? What do they think you're doing? Testing Justin's morale, and doing what I can to improve it. As far as most of them know, he's been alone ever since Carrie left. Who do you report to? For your pretend mission. I made some friends on the federal level when I helped take down Holroyd. They decided it would be useful to have an alpha down here. Someone who could talk to Justin without either of us spilling our brains. And then my real patron buttonholed me and told me about you, and that you might be everyone's best hope. And so here I am, under two flags. Working for them and for us. I guess that's a familiar situation for you. Lucky for you, it is. I could spin scenarios with Jim all day about how to beat the lookers and barely think about the fact that I wanted the lookers to win. Same skills help me here. And we just have to hope our flag is the real one. Like I say, if it's not, you'll know it quick once I go out that door. Right. 
which has to be soon. So I wonder, do you have someone in mind as far as those dangerous strains go? No. Yes. What? I know about the carrier of a strain that could have the effect we seek. Why didn't you say so before? We had not reached the point in the conversation where that information was critical. Now, we have. Huh. Who is the carrier you have in mind? Don't tell her. Time's running out, Roxanne. I'm not convinced you need to know yet. Even if you're sincere, you might get captured. We'll work on a plan, and when you come back, we'll discuss it. Okay. Off I go. One more thing. You said you were under two flags. Two factions in the Unity. Warmakers and Peacemakers. But are you still in contact with the Resistance? We're working on that. Is this room clean? I, uh, I chose it at random and unplugged all the phone and the intercom, so I doubt anyone had time to bug it. And I'm not sure who that would be. Anyway, I assume the ones we don't want listening are lookers, correct? That's accurate. Yeah, well, they're not too popular around here, so the one to fear from your side would be that mole. I don't suppose you can tell me their name. I cannot at this time. But I can tell you that they're far from here today, so if someone spies on us, it won't be what you call my side. Peachy. Well, in that case, we can discuss your question of whether we've lost an alpha-beta. That includes several presumptions. That we know what an alpha-beta is, that we know an individual who meets that description, and that we have lost track of that person. True. As to the first, I won't insult your intelligence by pretending not to know what one is. So there's that. As to the other two, I'll answer with a clarifying question of my own. If we did lose one, why would we tell you? Also fair. And the answer is, because I can help you find her again. And by her, you mean this hypothetical alpha-beta? Not hypothetical at all. I mean... Roxanne Scholl. I know who that is, and I do not know her location. Do you? Oh, that's no longer clarifying. That's you asking me for information without answering my original question. I'm not asking for her location yet, just whether you purport to know it. I need to understand what we might gain. Oh, I see. Well, in that case... Yes, we do know where Roxanne Shaw is. And under some circumstance, you would be willing to tell us? Better than that, I can get her back to you. But it would be dangerous for me to approach her without assurance that she'll trust me. We... We have a history, she and I, and if she tries to break away at a critical moment, it could mean we lose her and I get exposed. Hmm. Exposed to whom? As what? As a peacemaker to those who are not interested in peace. I'd rather not go into names, but one of them is very powerful. So what do you want? A written message to Roxanne, telling her that the bearer is on her side, using whatever code phrases would prove the message is trustworthy. With such a message, my associates will risk approaching her and helping her escape. In the interest of peace. That's right. 
You don't want anything else? Nothing you should find too onerous. As you know, once I file my report, the government will be asking you to hand over Derek Holroyd. Yes, and we intend to comply, as a gesture of goodwill. In exchange for my help, I want you to delay your agreement. Not to refuse, just to temporize. Until when? Until the request is made by, or involving the name Candace Majid. The new congresswoman? Derek's former prisoner? The same. Why? Because, although she doesn't know anything about this, she is at heart a peacemaker. It's in everyone's interest for her star to rise as fast and as far as possible. People already love her, and getting Holroyd back will make them take her seriously. At the expense of making both me and President Noon look bad. Or at least intransigent. Her accomplishment will be much more highly valued if it seemed likely to fail. And the resulting relief should wash away any temporary bad feelings. Hmm. I'm not sure I like that. But assuming the Congresswoman gets involved before the situation turns dangerous, it seems like a small price to get one of our citizens back. Jeff, how do you feel about supplying the letter? I think that can be done. Of course, it'll mean changing some codes ASAP since they get exposed. Might be past time to do that anyway. Trust me, it is. So now our work becomes even more urgent. Yeah, but my brain is tied up trying to unravel everything Waters said. She's, uh, what, triple agent? Pretty hard to believe. Unexpected, yes. But spying did reach a high level of complexity in the last days of Earth's old civilization. Well, it definitely puts a new shine on things. If what she says is true. Can you describe the new looker strain you mentioned? How is it different? It is all a matter of shifting proportions. You remember how I described a disquieting sense of choice about whether to accept new versions of the look? Yeah. This strain heightens that aspect, to the point that the recipient can choose to have or not to have the entire looker alteration. They can choose to become unaltered in every way, except they keep enough primary signal ability to spread the strain to more people. So, wow, if that got out, there'd be a whole planet of anti-lookers, not just immune, but able to convert any lookers they found. Except for those who chose to remain altered, of course. Oh, right. Which, I have no idea how many people that would be. But yeah, definitely some would choose that, and I would be absolutely okay with it. In fact, it's great! I was just hoping for something that didn't threaten the Overlooked so much. But this... It's miraculous. And your scientists definitely weren't looking for that, so... It just naturally occurred. As naturally as any part of this. How are they able to contain it? Those who chose not to change back were immediately aware of the threat the strain might pose. This was during the takeover, when there were many violent actions being taken against the altered. Also known as humanity fighting for its survival. Unaltered humanity, perhaps. Regardless, those who made the choice to remain altered killed those who made the opposite choice then voluntarily terminated themselves. One individual who chose unalteration was captured alive, his head covered so that he could not spread the strain. 
and then taken to an isolation cell, where he has been kept ever since. Wow. Tough stuff. And in that stuff, perhaps, an obstacle. If we simply release this individual to spread it face to face, the same thing might happen again. Violent resistance and containment. Perhaps eradication of the strain. But, but... You said beta waves can pass through the sky. Not to humans, sorry, unaltered humans, but to lookers. Couldn't we get a much bigger second outbreak that way? Enough that it can't be undone. And possibly panic and killing on a massive scale. It would turn our Cold War into an active civil war, unless it was done so widely that everyone realized there was no point in fighting, that every altered person would eventually get the choice to return or remain, and a simple sky transmission could not do that. The initial outbreak would be far too random and inconsistent. But if we could get past that, we get a whole new world, altered and unaltered living side by side, Pretty crazy. I believe you described precisely that world to Ms. Waters. Yeah, but that was my hopeful side talking. Now my practical side is on board, if she can help us with our delivery problem. And yet, you did not let me tell her which carrier I was thinking of. Just being careful. This is so much bigger now. This carrier, what is his name? Dorian. Dorian is now the single most important person on Earth. Even being an Alpha Beta is nothing compared to it. I can't trust her with that name yet. Professor? Martha, it is a great relief to see you again. Thank you. Same back. There were many moments when I wondered what happened to you. If you were immune, and if so, what variety and whether you had survived the transition period unharmed. But now you've heard I'm an Alpha. Yes, but not until quite recently. Mr. Eisenhart reported the news to me after debriefing Danielle Cooper. I am, after all, a leading researcher into immunity, and in addition, he knew that your personal fate was of interest to me. Thank you. I'm very touched. But, well, I've got business to talk about, too. About immunity. Oh? I'm part of something. Something secret, and something big. To put an end to immunity forever. Oh! How would that happen? A new strain. One that bypassed immunity entirely. I, and others, have been working day and night for such a thing. Do you have it with you? I think I'm going to, soon. The problem is delivery. We have to be able to deliver it all over the world, so that we can alter enough of the immunes and overlooked at once that they won't be able to retaliate with their nuclear weapons. Would they do that? Destroy the world that the altered version of themselves would have to live in? There are separates who would do literally anything out of spite, and some of them are in positions of authority. Believe me, I've been living among them. Well, as far as the delivery mechanism you require, I can help you with that. There is a radical strain of the beta wave that creates a sky effect that, theoretically, unaltered would respond to. 
and which would also work through video transmission, much as the Alpha Wave does already. What? Really? Yes, indeed. We have been aware of it for some time. But that's impossible. The unaltered aren't equipped to get a signal from the sky. Keep in mind, the sky is exactly how the alteration came to Earth and created the first thousand. We have merely been unable to replicate that event until now. But then, if we have it, why haven't we used it? It would be too dangerous. The differences are, as I say, radical, and very hard to measure safely without corrupting the carrier or those we attempt to spread it to. To simply let it out would be extraordinarily irresponsible. In order to affect all of the overlooked, it would have to also spread throughout the unity, so that the altered population would together be sending an inescapable signal through the sky. To do this without thoroughly understanding the strain would be to blindly tamper with the look, as well as massively escalating our confrontation with the unaltered, with the potential nuclear hazards you already mentioned. And as of now, it would not affect the immune. I see. And today you say you have a way of breaking through immunity, which is promising. But the previous administration decided that the strain should be kept isolated until better means of measuring the effects could be devised, and thus far such means have eluded us. Maybe the new administration would be more flexible. Quite possibly. But while I am a great admirer of President Noon, I would not want to bother him with this unless I had some reason to expect success. What would you need in order to have that? Someone to serve as an unaltered intermediary for the strain, so we could perfect it and ideally combine it with the immunity-breaking strain that you have mentioned, to create one that could end the war all at once, and finally create a universal unity. Someone? A very rare someone. An alpha-beta. There should be dozens in the world, but alas, they have all eluded us. Ah, well, one can dream. Professor, if I could bring you an alpha-beta, how quickly do you think you could be ready? How quickly? Yes, there'd be a time factor. As you say, it would have to happen all at once, before most people knew it was happening. Well... If I concentrated all my facilities and staff on the project, and alpha-beta immunity works the way we think it does, it might only take hours. But I would need some sort of official direction to even make such preparations. Important, promising avenues of study would have to be neglected. Then I'll talk to Mr. Eisenhardt. But please, Professor, start thinking about it. This may all happen very fast. Well... Imagine that. After all this time, you always were my most promising student, Martha. Mr. Eisenhardt? Congresswoman Majid, thank you for coming. Please pardon the necessity of us speaking out loud. Yes, your assistant told me that you would be wearing polarized eyewear throughout the meeting, and having worn the same thing on my television appearances, I understood its significance. But not the reason for it. 
Obviously, there is no possibility of me getting alpha wave sickness. Correct. But in my position working for the President, I am privy to many matters that must not be allowed out into the unity, under current conditions. And so I wear these in order to restrict the flow of information, even face to face. And yet, I have never seen the President wear them. That is true. He feels that for our chief executive, the leader carrying out the general will of the people, to wear them would look inappropriate, which in fact raises two issues important to this meeting. One is that he would like you to make some appearances on his behalf, so that he can stay out of the public eye until certain sensitive operations are complete. Another is that he has delegated details of these operations to me, so that their exposure need not become an issue even once he does appear in public. I see. I had no idea such momentous covert events were underway. The secrecy is largely a matter of timing, so that those who wish to keep society divided do not have the opportunity to express themselves violently, as you especially know some of them can. Of course. And I will certainly do anything I can to help in such matters, although we in the House of Representatives are busily preparing to choose a new Speaker of the House, and thereafter a new Vice President. I believe that the tasks we have in mind for you may make such choices easier. In particular, you may have heard that the unaltered community at Overlook 9 have delayed compliance with Governor Lee's request for custody of your captor, Derek Holroyd. Yes, and I admit this delay has greatly distressed me. I had hoped the unaltered would act more reasonably, since they seem so eager to convince us that they disapprove of Derek. It has distressed us all. But, faced with such behavior, I have directed the United States Attorney for the area to assume jurisdiction in the matter and make his own request. He will announce it publicly tomorrow, and the President would like you to be there, as a symbol of elected federal authority. And also as a symbol of Derek's crimes? I must confess that you are correct. Such political concerns have a real importance in helping our citizens, whatever their status, see things in the proper perspective. Thank you for telling me the unvarnished truth of the matter. Of course, I will do what the President wishes. That is exactly what we hope to hear. Okay, all this look-mixing stuff, what do you call it again? Optical genetics. Yeah, all this optical genetics is kicking my ass. But it looks like Dorian's strain overwrites the key behavior parts of all these other strains, but not the mechanics of spreading the look. Combine it the right way with something that spreads fast and boom! Whole new world! Take a look. Yes. Yes, it does seem that way. Very impressive work given the primitive conditions. Well, I had a pretty good teacher. Maybe when this is all over you can write me a college recommendation letter. Gladly. And now... I assume it's too soon to try to get them to bring Dorian here, right? Indeed, since we do not know the specifics of how you can help mediate the strain. Hmm. I could ask for more information on the subject through official channels, but that might bring the wrong kind of attention. Well, maybe Martha can help. 
Another visit. Yeah, I'm hiding. It's me. Just a sec. Hey, speak of the devil. And I appear. What's up? We've gotten pretty far with our end, but we need help with both the delivery part we talked about last time and to figure out how I work to synthesize things. Ah, okay. Cool. I've been boning up some on how you work. Oh yeah? Tell me about me. A brain that receives the primary signal, but is immune to alpha and beta waves... Well, it's complicated, obviously. The lookers know from studying beta primes... You know about them? Yeah. Well, we know that your and their brains get the traffic, the thoughts, but don't interpret them the way a looker does. The beta primes get hallucinations, while you get dreams. Oh, okay. I mostly knew that part. Well, so, your brain takes in the alpha and beta waves too, just not the way a looker does. Your first exposure changed you, but not into a looker like the way alphas and betas get changed. But after that, any new strains you come across just get stored away on a cellular level, the way your immune system stores the plans to make different kinds of antibodies. Oh, weird. I just store them and don't do anything with them? We think that they affect your signal in some way, and that that's why repeatedly interacting with you destabilizes the look in whoever you're interacting with. It's like they're dealing with a looker with another strain, which would normally lead to a quick reconciliation of the two strains into something mutually compatible. But you don't reconcile. And so over time, they change in a different way. Different how? Oh, that pause wasn't for dramatic effect. We just have no idea. Oh. But I'm talking to my old professor, and he thinks... He has that part pretty well figured out, or could if he got a look at you close up. Plus, he's found a strain that spreads much faster than the current ones. Oh, maybe you could bring him down here. That way we could get a lot of questions answered without Justin drawing attention to himself. Well, I'm glad you're thinking about attention because yeah, that would be bad. But I can't put him and Justin in the same room. Me specifically? Why? because I haven't told the prof what we're working on, except that it's for everyone's good. If he linked with Justin and found out what we're really doing, he might freak. What's the solution, then? I leave Justin here and take you to the professor. He can't link with you or me, so he'd just have to take our word on things. Me to him. Okay, but... Well, I came down here because I thought the lookers were about to figure out who I was. Oh yeah, you went to ground just in time. And your disappearance confirmed it. You're the most wanted woman in the world. Yeah, well then, how do I get to where your professor is? In disguise? He's in a super secure facility run by people who were trained in sniffing out deception. Trained in the old world, when lying was a more popular pastime. How then? All sorts of people get into the labs all the time. As subjects like your sister and father did. Oh, shit. You want me to pretend to be a prisoner? I can't trust your acting skills. You've never been in a situation remotely like this. I need you to be unconscious. Unacceptable. Shh! Okay, hypothetically, what happens while I'm unconscious? 
I bring you in on a gurney under a false identity. I take you to him and there reveal who you are. I'll say it was too secret even for the guards to know about. He'll be so excited to finally see an Alpha Beta that he'll just want to go to work. I've told him a lie, that I know about a strain that can break immunity. But instead of that, we use the strain you and Justin know about, combine that with the delivery strain, and we get our Save the World strain. Then we unleash it, and before anyone can stop us, everyone has changed and the world is saved. Just like that. And you're taking it on faith that we're right? I know people. I can see competence and honesty. And you both have both. Anyway, trusting you seems fair since I'm asking you to trust me. Can I think about this? I managed to wrangle an ambulance. It's waiting upstairs. If it goes empty, it might be hard to get another one. I'd say it's do or die time. Roxanne, you cannot do this. With all respect to Ms. Waters here, almost none of what she has told us is supported by evidence. We have no sure knowledge of her true goals. Justin, we can't just let things stay the way they are. Literally, we can't. Because they won't. If we don't do something, it's all going to fall apart. You heard Noon's speech. Did he sound like someone who's going to wait for things to get better? Or someone who's going to screw everything up? The latter. But- Sorry, Justin. We don't have time for debate. And luckily, I've got something more. Here, take a look at this. Huh. What is it? It's supposed to look like someone's grocery list. But it's a message specifically for me. From the Resistance. It means that whoever gave it to me is trustworthy. And the code is from after Martha got fired. Who gave you this? The whole point of the code is to avoid revealing- Fuck that! You look me in the eye and you tell me! It came from Jordan Channing and Jefferson Craig. They didn't give it to me in person, but they created it. Huh. Oh, and look, Philo Doe. It's got to be the Major. So what happens now, exactly? I go outside and get the gurney. I come back, put you under, cover you up, and roll you off to destiny. Anything I should do in the meantime? Write up everything I need to know about your new strain, including the name of the carrier. And I guess say goodbye to Justin, if you're of a mind to. He might have changed a lot by the next time you see him. If you see him. If? (laughs) I never said this was actually going to work. I just said it was something we had to try. Gotcha. Back soon. So... You are determined to go forward with this? Martha says it's our best shot. She seems really smart, and the letter says she's on our side. I do hate to reveal Dorian, but I I don't see any way around it. So I guess it really is time for goodbye. Hi. I am extremely worried about this. This is the thing we've been working toward. All the talking, all the learning, was for this. If I see you again. When I see you again. It'll be in a better world. That term is sometimes used for the afterlife. Well, it fits both ways. Perhaps my past has made me overly cautious. 
I hope... I hope that I have helped you. You definitely have. And you can help even more by holding my hand when she puts me out. I would be glad to. Yeah, you see? You lookers. Some of you are all right. I believe she is stirring now, if you wish to talk to her. Yes, I do. Roxanne? Roxanne? Not fast enough, though. Hey! Hey, Rox! Time to wake up! Um, Marfa? Yep. Oh, yeah. My mouth tastes like ass. Your dirty mouth is the least of your problems, young lady. What? Oh, shit. Do not bother trying to break your special tooth. We have already had it removed. You are very fortunate. It was not well designed. You might have poisoned yourself. I don't... Why? The professor needed an alpha-beta for his work. Martha here persuaded you to volunteer. Soon that work will be complete, and these perverse immunities will finally be ended, thanks to you. How? Remember how I was lying to them about having a new strain that broke immunity? Turns out, that part was the truth, and the part about helping you was a lie. Correct. Our strain is almost perfect. We only needed you in order to properly combine it with one that will spread to the unaltered through the sky and television. Martha. Oh. Martha. How could... Hey, I told you not to trust me. You never said that. Oh, crap. I knew I forgot something. You've been listening to Immunities, episode 6.2, Critical Mass. With Wesley James as Justin, Daniel Yee as the professor, Jacob Van Horn as Derek, Vincent Truman as Jefferson Craig, Joseph Page as Jordan Channing, Stacy Tappan as Carrie Cray, Michelle Lamone as Roxanne, Alex Molnar as Martha Waters, Kelsey Jaffer as Candace Majid, John Dre as Eisenhart, and Kent Joseph as Calvin Noon. Lisa Cohen assisted with production and development. Other development assistance was provided by Backstage.com, AuditionsFree.com, and Dueling Genre Productions, which will soon see a new season of the Geek by Night audio drama about comic book store denizens who become superheroes. Find out more at DuelingGenre.com. Our theme music is Moving On by Ars Sonor, and we also had their pieces Mother of Hadaharia and The Subdued Inferno. Special effects are from the freesound.org collection. The Immunities cover image is Conformity by Fraun Fraun. F-R-A-U-N, F-R-A-U-N. You can find more of her art on Instagram. The episode image is The Offer 
by Kevin Raleigh, a.k.a. Cavissimo, K-E-V-I-S-S-I-M-O, whose work is at Cavissimo.com. We would like to thank all our Kickstarter and PayPal backers for making this season possible. For more information, including a glossary of terms and a list of the sound effects used, check out our website at immunitiesdrama.com. While you're there, you could order a t-shirt or send us a small donation using PayPal. Immunities is copyright 2021 by Bob J. Kester. All rights reserved. This is Bob J. Kester. We hope you join us next week for episode 6.3, Meltdown. And if you're in danger of melting down unless you express your opinion about this week's episode, you can comment on the social media posts that should be up shortly after this episode drops, on Twitter as Immunities Drama, and on Facebook as Immunities. It would be great to see some conjecture there about where all this is going. Until then, goodbye. Dueling Genre